about a year down the road, you um, you're looking for a new job. Just kind of got tired of the old delivery racket, you know. Yeah, repetition can be a bitch. Yeah, it definitely it, it wears on you over time, and uh, you just decide I'm I'm ready for a change, and you're just gonna make a bigger life change. You're uh, you're gonna move home for like the summer. Is Holly gonna be with me, or is uh, she gonna stay here? No, she. You guys aren't dating anymore. Oh fuck. Yeah, man, she dumped you. Um, for who? Tom Cruise. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Tom someone Cruise. marginally more famous than me, of course. Yeah, it's uh, the it's, but it's not like the Tom Cruise. It's, it's just a guy. It's a guy whose name is Tom Cruise. He's a Tom Cruise, uh, Cruise impersonator. He didn't even like. Did he at least change the spelling? Yeah, it's C R E W S. That's the only way he can get away with it. <laughs> but he um, he has a, a booking agency called Mission Possible because it's possible to bring Tom Cruise to any event. By booking Tom Cruise of Mission Possible. How expensive is that? It's like 300 bucks. It doesn't really? cost. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty reasonable. Uh, and he's okay, you know. I mean, what counts like a day, like a few hours, or can you get him literally for 24 hours? I mean, if you want that, um, you have to show him the money. That's what it's called. <laughs> it's called the Jerry Maguire package. <laughs> it's where you can, uh, you can pay him $1,800, and he'll stay with you for 24 hours and do whatever you want. That's and and cool. on his website, it says, in parentheses, I mean anything. <laughs> right? As long as you show me the money, that's what it says underneath there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So I mean, she left me for him. Yeah. He's a, he's a great dude. <laughs> he's a great guy. Okay. She went to a party that he was uh, impersonating Tom Cruise at, and just like they hit it off, and they're really happy. I, I mean, it's a bummer, but you know what? She has good taste. Life goes on. So you're uh, looking for a change, so you move home. You're like, I got to find a job. I got to gotta do something, start to save up some cash for wherever I'm going to go next. And uh, you're looking in the local Craigslist, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you're not finding anything. You're not, you're like, just not, you're not having a lot of luck. So you're, uh, you talk to your, your uh, friends and family back home, ask if anybody's got any leads. And somebody's like, yeah, I mean, I know this guy, he's got a, he's got a farm he could use some help with. What kind of farm? It's a crocodile farm. Okay. Or so I'm gonna be going to Louisiana, or am I gonna be in like a weird part of Mississippi that's kind of got it's no, it's in Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he goes, yeah, it's like a crocodile farm slash um, like petting zoo kind of thing. It's called <laughs> the Isle of Dials. <laughs> <laughs> So it's uh, it has a glass globe over it. Okay. They built a giant uh, dome, like under the dome, and they that way they can they can uh, change the the weather patterns to to be optimum crocodile weather. It's really weird. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not... Are they all like really small, or are they vary in size? I mean, it's like uh, it's a pretty accurate representation of what they'd be in the wild. Okay. Yeah. So you go and um, <clears throat> you, you go to Isle of Dials and. You walk in, you, you ask for an application, right? So you you apply, and they're like, "Yeah, we got somebody. Um, <clears throat> we need a scoop." Like, "Yeah, we're hiring for a scooper. Scooper is uh, you're gonna clean up crocodile shit. Pays a thousand dollars a week. They'll give you uh, six pairs of gloves. Every pair after that's gonna cost you ten bucks. They can't keep everybody in gloves, you know. 
you lose them. I make so much money, though. I think I can handle buy- buying well, a few gloves here and there. Yeah, they're like, we just want to be very upfront and transparent with you. It seems pretty above board. Will they? Uh, will Will the uh, the dials be in there with me, or would they be somewhere else in I, the? I mean, eventually, and who knows? You could just run into them. They're all over the aisle. <laughs> Run into? Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. But um, they they'll, they they have ways of like hurting them out of wherever you're going to be working. Okay. But at some point, if you feel comfortable, I mean, they're like, yeah, you could you could just get in there with them, and that's that's kind of exhilarating for you. You kind of you kind of like the. Ever since you made that change, you're looking to embrace fear a little bit more, and that that checks some boxes for you. Do I at least start with pads and then work my way to like? Just basically like a safari outfit, or do I just? You can. I mean, it's really like whatever you want to wear. They're like, we don't give you clothes. They're going to be covered in shit. So <laughs> yeah. you need to bring stuff that you're okay having covered in crocodile shit. I'd be so. okay with armor at first if armor? I start feeling, or you know, like anything that would pad me out in case they attack yeah. me or something. Oh well, they're like, this is weird. Uh, armor is actually triggering for crocodiles, so you can't. <laughs> You can't wear it. It's like it's like a bull scene in red. So they said that the thing that the crocodiles that makes the crocodiles most docile is supple flesh. Okay. So if you the more supple flesh you can show, the less likely they're going to be to attack you. So I should probably do this naked. I mean, if you want, but it's your job. They're like, look, we don't give a shit. We got Crocs, you know. What's the government going to come shut us down? And then <laughs> uh, when you're talking to the to the the guy who's interviewing you, he cocks a shotgun when he says that. <laughs> they mean fucking business, dude. Yeah. So, like a uh, thousand bucks a week scooping croc shit. You can do it however you want. We don't care. Would you do it? I think it sounds fun. I'm a thrill seeker, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So you do it? Yeah. So they're like, all right, come on, come in on Monday, 7 a.m. You work till uh, 3 p.m. Or unless the crocs stop shitting sooner. <laughs> They're like, we don't know how you'd be able to tell, but if by chance you were able to, you'd be able to get out early. Okay. So, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. So you show up. What would you What would you wear? Would you do this job in the nude, do you think? I would at least train with a thong. Thong? <laughs> so you're wearing this fucking thong, right? These crocodiles, they're just kind of outside of the area where you're scooping their shit, and they're just staring at you. They're almost, almost like they're licking their lips. <laughs> like they're kind of into it, you know? I mean, why wouldn't they be? It's me and a thong. There you go. These crocod- these are these are some horny ass crocodiles. Okay, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh Jesus! Yeah, one of them's wearing a beanie. <laughs> it spins when he gets extra horny. That's what color a- is this beanie? Huh? Is there like a pattern on it? Like, is it a it's Chicago like a st- Bulls beanie? No, or it's, it's it- like a standard propeller beanie. Oh, you know? one of those. Like a rainbow, <laughs> you know the or the primary color beanies. Yeah, yeah. When, he, when that crocodile gets super horny, his beanie spins. Does it make like a woo sound? His he doesn't, but there's another guy who has a noisemaker, another crocodile. <laughs> the one with the beanie is named Tyler, and is the it, uh, the other one is named Albatross. Did huh? One of the people in the place give him that name. We don't really know where they came from. They said okay. they were born with it, but who really knows? Okay. So you're there. You're you're scooping, right? You're digging around in crocodile shit, wearing just the thong, mm-hmm. entertaining the crocs, and you're reaching down and uh, you go to like scoop this big big turd. And you see something kind of like shiny in this pile of shit. How big is it? Like the size of a gemstone, maybe. Okay. So, um, I would probably like use the shovel since I'm nude. I don't want to get shit on my hands, so I would like yeah. try to 
mine it out of there. So you um you kind of like knock it out to the side, okay. and it looks like a giant diamond ring. Um, is it attached to like uh like is it a diamond or is it a ring with a diamond? It's a on ring it? with a diamond on it. Okay. Um, it's giant, dude. It's yeah. fucking big. I probably would try to get uh some water nearby and try to rinse it off before I pick it up to look at it. So you you uh bring the hose over, you spray it off. Okay. It's the biggest ring you've ever seen in your life. The biggest gemstone. It's gigantic. Is it uh white or is it like a crazy color? It's the it's just like a crystal clear okay. super pure diamond. That's pretty tight. Yeah. Um I pick it up and I uh look at it and uh do I like hold it up to the light or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's awesome. Beautiful. Um, I would probably look around and see uh, if there's any crocodiles coming closer. Nope, they're all just on that border, just watching you. Okay, licking their lips. Their tails are just <laughs> wagging back and forth. I would probably put it in my pocket and uh, just continue doing my job. Pretend that the crocodiles won't tell anybody any anything. Yeah. So you you don't have a pocket though because you're wearing that thong. So you uh, drop the ring into your thong, and you go inside. It's your lunch break, so you uh, take your shitty gloves off and you throw them in the sink. There's a there's a sink that you you spray the shit off of them with. Oh hell yeah! <clears throat> so you uh, you wash up, and you're you're having a a sandwich and some chips. You're watching TV, and uh, there's a breaking news report. And there's a there's a woman who's missing. Okay, um, who is it? Uh, she's the the wife of a local mob boss. <laughs> she have like insane plastic surgery, or is she just like yeah, normal? Dude. Yeah, uh, she's just like Big Ange. Yeah. Okay. Um, how long has she been missing? About seventy two hours. Okay. And uh, what's going on? They don't know. You see, they're they're leading her husband, who's the mob boss, into the uh, into the courtroom. Okay. And he's, he's he turns to the camera. And he goes, "I didn't do it." <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Scaratini. <laughs> <laughs> what's he uh, What's he being charged for? Murder. Oh, okay, just one dude. Yeah, I mean, okay. that, right now, that's all that's, we're starting here, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I see that. And they show they show a picture of them, uh, the Scaratinis. <laughs> they show a picture of the two of them uh, at a a New York Knicks game last year. They're sitting courtside, and they just look so fucking happy. Are they know? like a big Catholic family, like nine people? No, they're uh, Jimmy Scaratini is infertile. Oh, yeah. Is that it's like sterile. on public record? Yeah, everybody knows about it. <laughs> a couple years ago, he got into uh, a war with another crime family. Okay. Who were they? The the <laughs> they're the Baritone Boys. <laughs> <laughs> like a 60s band name. They were uh, they were a group of their families were singers back in Italy. And they they came over and um, they they would sing. That's how they had all their meetings and stuff. They would all just sing in this rich baritone, like in public or just in private. But they in, sang. I mean, they they didn't really speak in public. 
Okay. But yeah, it was just it was just like the way that their family did it. They all they all wore like matching outfits and stuff. They wore tuxedos with tails. Like it was very operatic. Oh. You know. It was pretty fucking cool. What a lively bunch. And the the Baritone Boys made up a song about Jimmy Scaratini's uh lack of ability to produce viable sperm. And it kind of went viral and uh there's a big whole thing and there's a car bomb and I don't know there's just like there's a lot of history there so yeah it was kind of public record but there's a they show the picture of of the two of them at the Knicks game and you see that fucking ring on her finger uh-huh and you feel it in your thong you feel it kind of like tingle and you're like oh fuck that's the same goddamn ring is there like a magnetic pull or anything or is it just I'm uh, registering vibration you just feel you just feel it in your fucking bones dude oh okay you know you just feel it in your goddamn bones. Okay. So I reach in and pull it out to see what happens if it's closer. And you, you look down, and it's almost like the diamond is smiling at you. Almost like the curvature of the cut is smiling. Huh. It is feels it like warm when you look at, at it. or anything? No, it feels like, a, it feels like a sense of longing. Oh. You know? Like like there's a like there's something out of balance and it just, you just need to make it right. And uh, yeah. Um, what would you do? I don't know. I would probably. Uh, I mean, I'm still wearing the thong, right? Yeah, just a thong. Okay. Yeah, and your lunch break's like half over. You got to finish out the rest of your day. I don't know. I would maybe uh, feel like I need to find where this person is and see what happens if the rings are really close to each other. Yeah. So what would you do? You got this ring? And it's the mob wife? Yeah. I mean, you, you fucking know it is, dude. You yeah. You feel in your bones. And she's missing. So, she's missing. Um, I would probably try to investigate it myself, maybe. How would you do that? Probably ask somebody. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Uh, still wearing only a thong. I yeah. would go to her friends' houses. Oh man, you would go like you get that close? I think so. Like so the, you, the ring is shaking in my bones. I gotta solve this. So you would you uh you do some digging online. You find out that the Scaratinis were pretty close to the the <laughs> Geminis. <laughs> Who are these people? They're they're an Italian family. They're all Gemini's. It's really like a real weird coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> are there any twins oh they're all twins oh, okay <laughs> they, they only have twins so she was close to the twins yeah the Geminis, and you go and you you knock on the door and you're like uh i want to speak to andrea Geminini, and you're wearing once again just a thong <laughs> and uh so like it's like a housekeeper you know like this big tuscan home the housekeeper leaves and uh she comes downstairs. What would you say to her? Um, I would say I've been uh, wanting to know uh, when's the last time you saw her. Um, I feel like I can maybe find her. Um, I just feel it. And also, I'm sorry, I don't have on more clothes. This was very urgent. So she kind of like looks you up and down. She goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you're a friend. She's like, who? What are you? What are you getting at? I feel like she. Um, who? Uh, Scaranini? Scaratini? Scaratini. 
your friend Scaratini's. Yeah. Uh, Judith? Judith. <laughs> she yeah. says, what do you know about Judith? Uh, nothing so she said, far. She says, please come in, please come in. And she kind of grabs you by the hands and brings you in. Okay. And as she gets close to you, she catches the the very distinct whiff of crocodile shit on your, on your person. And she goes, Oh my God. And she goes, go out there, go out there. And so she stands, you stand outside and she like, uh, she like kind of closes the door and cracks it. She didn't realize the, the foul stench of crocodile shit. <laughs> is so there like close. a busy highway or anything on the street or no. anything? Or is it's it kind of, it's kind of a neighborhood. Okay. So, um, I was, so she goes, what do you know? Um, I know that uh, Judith is missing. Yeah, and that I found something that would maybe help me find her. She goes, "What? You have to help us. What do you have?" Um. Well, I was at work and I was cleaning crocodile shit. She goes, "You work <laughs> at the Isle of Dials?" Yeah, it's a cool sounding name, isn't it? Oh, it's great. She goes, "We went there for my youngest thirteenth birthday party last year. So oh. much fun!" Hell yeah. Um, I haven't gotten to see too many of those because I'm still new to the job, but uh, I look forward to it. Yeah, just we'd love to come back. And then you remember that you have some, uh, you have some twenty percent off coupons tucked into your thong, <laughs> and you pull one out and you give it to her, and she goes, "Thank you." You're welcome. Um, but yeah, I would like to uh, ask you any whereabouts you may have seen or people that may have been responsible for her being missing. She says, we don't know what happened. We just want to find her. We have no we have no idea where she is. Okay. Do you she goes, what do you know? I just know that when uh when I saw the uh when I saw her the ring was shaking that I found. What, and I what like ring this, are you talking about? The one that's in my thong. Sorry, let me pull it out. So you pull this you pull this thong, you pull your thong out. And uh, she like looks down into your thong and sees your genitals and you grab the ring and uh, you show it to her. And she goes, that's Judith's ring. She goes, how did you get that? Um, I found it in some crocodile shit. She goes, down at the Isle of Dials? Yeah. So she she goes, stay right here. And she comes back and she gets on the phone. And she's like, she goes, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. You have to come over here right now. And then she hangs up. She goes, Mr. Mr. Scaratini's coming over right now. You got to talk to him. Okay. So you're there for like, she goes, okay, go ahead and come in. And she makes you uh, stand in the middle of the kitchen and she turns the exhaust fan on just above your head. Because once again, the smell of crocodile shit on you is overpowering. And so you're there in a thong, right? Mm-hmm. Exhaust fan on. And Mr. Scaratini kind of like bounds through the door. Is he shocked to see me looking the way I do? Yeah. (laughs) He's visibly uncomfortable. Uh, He's not very, he's not very secure. I mean, that guy like that, a lot of bravado, you know, it's 2018. Yeah. You know, he's from a different, uh, different time, different place. Yeah. So he walks up to you and he goes, you got that ring? Uh, Yes. And uh, it's in my thong. Let me get it for you. So you pull your thong out and he also looks in and peeks at your genitals. (laughs) And then he sees it in there. Are they just... the way that I currently have them, or is there something wrong with them? Huh? Oh, yeah, they're just normal genitals. Okay. He just wants to get a look. Yeah, he's just curious. <laughs> so he reaches in, and he, he like, reaches in. Like, his hand moves so fast. He reaches in, and he plucks the ring out. He goes, where did you get this? 
I found it in some crocodile ship at work at the Isle of Dials. And then the, you say Isle of Dials, and uh, Mrs. Geminini comes over. She goes, he works at the Isle of Dials. He gave me this 20% off coupon, and she's just so fucking happy. Yeah, yeah. I am too. I like making customers happy. Yeah, you're a good employee. <laughs> so he goes, Isle of Dials, huh? Yeah. And he goes, I really appreciate this. What's your name? Uh, Derek. Derek. She goes, Derek, I really appreciate this. She was, he goes, like, who who else have you told? Have you called the police? Have you told them? Do we need to call them? Uh, no. You haven't told anybody? Mm, no. I just, just told you guys. He's, he's like, great. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call the police. And you see he, like, pulls out a phone and he, like, walks away. Mrs. Geminini walks up to you and she's got a, she's got a, a plate full of ziti. She goes, would you like some ziti? Is it, like, fresh or yeah, is she going to have fresh. to heat it up? It's okay. fresh. Um, especially like if I can smell it and yeah, it's like can't. fresh, it's too tempting yeah. to say no. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like the only thing that overpowers the intense smell of crocodile feces everywhere. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, I've been working all day. Yeah. She goes, I, like I get it. Ziti. She goes, I get it. You work in the aisle of dials. I just love it. So she, you, she gives you the plate of ziti okay. and you eat it. And I gotta be honest with you. It's the best fucking ziti you've had in your whole goddamn life. Is uh is there stuff in it that usually wouldn't be that like makes it really stand out or is no, it just like plain but everything's it's just, amazing? It's perfect. Okay. Every bite it's just it's just luxurious. It's perfectly seasoned, incredibly balanced. The pasta is just al dente. It's just it's perfect. How long do I spend eating this thing? Because you savor like every yeah. single bite. You she you go to like sit down and she goes, I'm sorry, you have to stand here. And you have to stand under the exhaust fan. So you eat under the exhaust fan. <laughs> Is it like so perfect I can't even like smell yeah, the... You can't move. Hell yeah. Yeah, you're just eating and it's just, it's incredible. You, your eyes are closed the whole time. Your dick gets hard. Like you just, it's like, <laughs> it's just like the best plate of food you've ever had. And then uh, Mr. Scaratini walks back and he goes, Derek, I got to say, thank you for everything. I, I really, I really appreciate it. He's like, he's gonna get your contact information. I, I'd like to keep you updated, and you know, I, I'd like to take care of you for for doing this. Sure, um, I give him my email. So uh, he's right. like, I, I don't really do email. Okay, so you want my phone number? He was, he was, yeah, yeah. I'll give your phone number. He goes, okay. I don't. He goes, I don't really do that either. To be honest with you, he goes, I'll just, I'll just find you. He's got the, he goes to your aisle of dials. I'll be there. I'll, I'm, I'm by there probably twice a week, anyways. I just love it so much. And so he leaves, he peels out, hits a mailbox, doesn't give a fuck, keeps driving. <laughs> Mine or a neighbor's? Oh, it's not, I mean, it's a neighbor's. He doesn't care. It's probably one of my dickhead neighbors, too. Oh, the, you're, you're not at your place. You're still at the Geminini's. Oh, that's right. So you leave the Geminini's, you get back in your car, you go back to the Isle of Dials, you finish out your shift, right? Just come home and smell like crocodile shit. It's a <laughs> really still low point. the thong. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you that's what you said. So you come home, you get in a shower, you change into your evening thong. And <laughs> is it a different color or is it just the same one but fresher? I don't I don't know. I I don't know if you have more than more than one. I don't know what kind of person you are. <laughs> so you go to sleep. Right. In the middle of the night, like you kind of like you wake up and you you go out and check the AC. And you're like, man, this is so weird. Like, it says it's like 75 in the house, but it feels so cold. I don't get it. So you lay back down. You get, grab another blanket from the closet. 
sleep a little bit longer. You wake up again, maybe like 30 minutes later, even colder. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And you walk out to check the thermostat again. And sitting in your living room in the complete darkness, you see two men on a couch. Who are they? They're the exact same height. Like all their facial features line up perfectly. You know? One of them has like a full thick head of of dark brown hair. The other one is completely bald. The moonlight just shines off of it. You can see the constellations (laughs) along his skull. You recognize one of them and you're like, oh, the little dipper. You say it out loud. It's that crystal clear. That's how bald he is. It's like a disco ball. It's like a million disco balls. <laughs> okay. Um, and then and, and you're kind of like frozen in fear. Yeah. And then you see the light come on. There's like a lamp. They pull it on. And it's uh, Mr. Scaratini is on the couch. And next to him is a man that looks like they have almost the exact same facial features. He's just completely bald. Yeah. He's wearing like this fucking suit, man. It's. What kind of suit is it? It's just like it was made out of razors. It's so fucking sharp. It's probably ruining the couch. It's fucking that couch up beyond belief. <laughs> you know it is. He, It's so sharp he can't even put it on a hanger at home. It just falls to the floor. <laughs> One time it fell through the floor into his neighbor underneath him when he still lived in an apartment. And it killed their dog. It's like the That's how sharp alien. it is. <laughs> It's so fucking sharp. His teeth, just like rows of shark's teeth. And even in like this dimly lit room, you can just see his eyes light up. Mm-hmm. They're just this brilliant, pure blue. And they look exactly the same. Just one of them has hair and he's dressed. Obviously, he's like a, he's like a mob boss, you know? Yeah. And they stand up. And the man who you don't know uh, turns to Mr. Scaratini. He goes, is this him? He goes, yeah, that's him. Because he said he didn't tell anybody. And the man, the bald man, just smiles at you. And he takes two steps towards you and pulls out a blade. And it's just the sharpest thing you've ever seen. Even sharper than his suit? No. (laughs) But that's how sharp his suit is. It registers on a completely different level of sharpness. (laughs) It's just accepted. So he takes two steps towards you with his blade pulled out. And then uh, you see him kind of like reach back. And Mr. Scaratini says, ice bones. Make him hurt. (laughs) And then he just drags the fucking blade across your throat. (laughs) Ah. And you bleed out in the middle of the floor. And then you hear ice bones say, why does it smell like shit in here? (laughs) Uh, I would try telling them. No, you can't, dude. Your fucking throat slit. (laughs) Your throat slit. You're gasping. (laughs) You're done. You fucking died. I think they would see the... Uh... You died in a thong. <laughs> My last thing I would probably see is them talking about how great the Isles of Dials is. No, the last thing you actually see is is Scaratini. He goes, who the fuck goes to that shit? <laughs> and he goes, what a piece of shit. What a low life. And then you fucking black out and you die. <laughs> <laughs> I guess next time I should tell somebody. <laughs> Maybe tell somebody. Ha, 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 ha.